Hello, 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 and welcome to my very first episode of the Big Dreamer podcast. This has been a long time coming. It was a few months. I knew I wanted to do it. I love to talk about all things spiritual, all things self-growth, personal development, fun, girl chat, girl talk, (laughs) anything that is happening. But, you know, self-sabotage, procrastination sometimes kicks in. So here we are, and I'm so excited to finally get started. I kicked myself in the butt, and now here we go. I'm going to tell you a little bit about how I overcame social anxiety and three tips to become that confident bish that I know you are inside. So... I figured for my first episode, I would tell a little bit about my story because it's kind of the reason why I am where I am today and why I am doing what I do. So I thought that would be important. So when I was younger, I was super shy, super, super socially anxious, socially awkward, Posture was awful, was not that standout posture that showed up and was like, I'm confident in myself. I was more so shrunk in. I wore the same sweatshirt. I think this was in high school, middle school through high school, the same sweatshirt every single day for like months in a row. My mom would yell at me because now that I'm older and have that self-reflection and awareness, it was just a coping mechanism and a defense strategy to protect myself from the outside outside everything just I literally like there were holes in the hands it was this gray aeropostale sweatshirt and I wore it every single day and I also wore those camisoles like pulled all the way down to my kneecaps essentially and a t-shirt because I didn't want I just basically covered myself up as much as humanly possible. And this was because I just, I had no idea why I was doing it at the time or why I had these tendencies. Like I literally would freak out if I had to take my sweatshirt off. And it was because I was using it as a shell. Like how some people use, you know, eating or now drinking, but other coping mechanisms when you're a young child, that was mine. Every social situation I would go in, I would be really, really freaked out. I would avoid situations because I'd rather just not be anxious and be by myself and sit at home. I felt like I didn't have so many friends. I just was nervous talking to new people. And it's because I labeled myself as this shy girl. I felt like I was put into a box and I made it my identity essentially. And knowing now how you make these shifts in mindset and become who you want to be and align with that big bold version of yourself that you want to be, it's by shifting identity. So I would introduce myself like when I was younger I would get introduced and be like oh this is Bailey yeah she's quiet she's shy like my parents would say that people would say that and then that made me more anxious it was kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy so that gets internalized and you become that label and that's what happened to me I 
became the label. I became the labels that I felt throughout middle school, throughout high school, throughout, it was even nursery school. I felt left out of playing in the sandbox. Like I have a distinct memory, just all these memories that I've gone through with shadow work and self-reflection that have made me realize the key ingredients recipe to change into who you want to be because I always knew inside that I want to be confident. I want to talk without double thinking or whatever the word is, overthinking everything and being like, oh my God, is what I said stupid? Everyone's going to hate me. Everyone's going to judge me. Nobody likes me. I had all those limiting beliefs, terrible thoughts that just were so over-consuming and I just felt trapped honestly in my own head like and I just wanted to be free and have fun and talk like I do now recording this podcast so what I did it was the best piece of advice I've ever received in my life and it was from my therapist when I was 13 my parents forced me to go essentially it wasn't like they dragged me there but they kind it kind of was you know a 13 year old isn't gonna want to go to therapy. They think something's wrong with them. They think it's uncool. I remember I was terrified that someone I knew would walk in. And obviously now I'd be like, oh, hey, like, I'm so glad you're going to therapy and talking out your, you know, shit. And oh, I guess this is going to be an explicit podcast now because I just cursed. So there we go. Um, But the piece of advice when I was 13 years old that I received was, and this is one of the first tips um, on how to become that confident bitch. It worked when I was 13 and it works now and I still do it. It is to, right before you walk into any situation that you're nervous about, scared about, just overall anxious about, you picture the best case scenario, how you want it to go, and you say, I got this. Like, no questions asked. You got this. Like there's nothing to be nervous about. It's going to go smoothly. It's going to go exactly how you want it to. And that's it. And then it's kind of like manifesting, honestly. So I was manifesting confidence and becoming that version of myself when I was younger and just had no idea. But that really helped me, but it still felt like I was stuck in this label and I didn't do any identity work until recently where I really realized like, oh my gosh, like I wasn't as confident. It was more external confidence. It wasn't like that full internal radiate from the inside out confidence where you're just a light and and everyone wants to be around you you know you're that energy in the room that's like who's that girl like you want to be that girl like that's that confident fish energy so in high school again still felt stuck with the label because I was in that environment and I didn't have these tools and resources to be like oh my god I'm literally like putting myself in this box without even knowing I'm doing it so when I got to college and I started to be able to really become who I wanted to and like push my boundaries and start talking to new people and just using my voice more when I actually wanted to instead of double thinking I keep saying double thinking overthinking and saying what I wanted to and just really being more myself and not feeling so confined to who I thought 
I had to be who I thought I should be because there really is never any shoulds or anything. It's just how you feel and what you want in that moment. And so when I got to college, it was kind of like a practice, like building a muscle. You have to practice. Like you can't, it's not just an overnight thing where you become confident. It's you speak and you meet new people and that fires new neural networks in your brain. It literally forms new connections. And that again, reinforces the new identity you're building of someone who is confident, someone who speaks to new people and loves talking to new people and can be that effervescent person, bubbly person that they want to be. Or not even like confidence doesn't mean you're talking so loud or being the loudest person in the room or being the one everyone is, you know, wants to talk to or the center of attention type of thing. It's more just being so sure of yourself and confident in who you are that what other people say about you doesn't matter. So this was something I learned later on, though, more recently, because it was like, I did still care what people thought of me, still do. It's obviously, again, a process. Everything is a journey and a healing. It takes time. So confidence isn't just being the loudest person in the room. Just that's a really important note because I think a lot of people think that they have to be the loudest person or talking the most or always talking to be confident. There's so many people that have that subtle, small, you know, suave confidence where it's just because you know they know who they are and they're so sure of themselves and they don't let anyone push them around or change them or care what people think of them. So... Yeah, that's number, oh, tip number two, sorry, is to start speaking up. So sounds easier easier said than done. When you actually start to say things when you want to, instead of thinking them first and then saying them, you are self-sabotaging. You are not going with what your body wants you are literally like having this thought and I'm sure there's emotions attached to the the thought and that just creates that cycle of I'm gonna think this but I'm gonna overthink it and then by the time maybe I'll say it I the moments passed and it was too late and oh I should have said something but I didn't and now everyone's gonna you know blah 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 spiral thoughts that's like that whole negative cycle of social anxiety anxiety in general So how you overcome that is you start speaking up. You can't change if you don't change. If you just keep holding back and not saying what you want to say in any situation, then it's going to stay that way. So what you have to do is just start doing it. Push yourself. Push that boundary. Push yourself out of that comfort zone of being quiet, staying quiet, and actually say something because... Again, it is a muscle. Things like that are muscles. Just like you work out at the gym, you have to work out your confidence muscles. You have to start doing and speaking and saying and actually doing what you want because then people will take notice and you will take notice and then you'll feel more confident just automatically and you'll just feel like you can say the things you want and it'll become a habit. Eventually, you won't even have to think about what you want to say. You'll just say it. I would always, always, always double think. I just said it again. Overthink. I would always overthink. 
And I, even like my body gestures, like I wouldn't know how to stand. I'd always question my posture and how my body language was. And it just was so unhelpful. Like it didn't serve me at all. It only made me more anxious. So you just have to like let loose and actually like say what you want, stand how you want and always have that open body language also to know people, you know, you're inviting, you want to talk, you want to get to know new people, new people. So the third tip, I think I... I think I'm going a little bit out of order and all over the place, but it is my first podcast, so I got to try how to do it, and right now I'm kind of just speaking off the cuff, so I'm having fun with it though. (laughs) So the third tip, and this is like the most vital, most important thing, this is the piece I didn't realize until like around last year time where it was like oh my God, my confidence is kind of false because I still, I I wasn't aware of this yet and I'm working on it now, but you still think, what do people think of you? And that was like held really highly in my mind. And that is just like a false confidence in the sense, like you you can say and speak and do all you want and have as many friends as you want and think you're like confident. But if you don't like fully, fully, love yourself and accept yourself and forgive yourself, you're not going to have that aura of confidence like you can radiate and that makes you attract everything like miracles and just amazing friendships and new opportunities because you're still so stuck in that limiting belief that I deep down am that anxious little girl like without even knowing. So it's about... It's about self-love and doing those practices to know you're worthy of being seen and worthy of being heard and that your voice matters and that people like to talk to you and that you add something to the conversation and your presence matters and you belong. And I could go on and on about all the beliefs that I never contemplated until last year when I really was like, oh, this is real, true, deep down, inner light confidence, that confidence that is is honestly the most authentic, the most real, the most raw confidence, because that's how you become the leader. You shine your light. You, you, you shatter all these limiting beliefs that you had, because I thought that the confidence I built up to by partying and like doing what I did and talking and being outgoing like I'm so outgoing now people tell me to be quiet now when I was 10 years old people would tell me to talk and people would be like why aren't you speaking like talk up I can't hear you like repeat that and I'd get so anxious and now it's like Bailey like we're in a restaurant like be quiet but that's how it works it's just it's not about the what is it? The octave, the height of your voice, not height, but the volume, the volume. That's the word I'm looking for. It's about trusting yourself, trusting your intuition, your inner guidance, loving yourself in the mirror, loving who you see, looking at all your beautiful and unique characteristics and traits and what makes you amazing and who you are 
and also your inner dialogue. How you speak to yourself is the most important thing. There was a research study. I just read about it. I'm reading a book called I Am Enough Right Now by Marissa Peer. It's amazing. And it talks about how a study looked at people who had lots of internal, critical, harsh, negative self-talk. So things like, "Ugh, I'm such an idiot or why'd I do that, or I can never get things right, or any of those negative, harsh thoughts, or like, I didn't do well, like that wasn't good enough, versus someone who has more positive self-talk, like, I am enough, I love myself, I'm allowed to have fun, I'm worthy, I know I can have all these things, oh, you look good, girl, in the mirror to yourself, like your own hype, hype person, so it was when you have that negative self-talk, it was linked way higher to depression and being depressed and anxious because those are just all manifestations of, you know, a deep down belief that we have about ourselves. So work on your self-talk because you're talking to yourself 100,000% of the day. And, and if those thoughts aren't like positive and empowering, then you're only hurting yourself because one, where did you pick those thoughts up from? Because they're not true. If you say things like, I didn't do good enough, like, yes, you did. You just did. Like, it's not a question. Like, no matter what you did, you did your best. So it's just all about how we talk to ourselves, how we love up on ourselves. If we actually honor and treat ourselves the way we would want someone else to treat us because if we don't like ourselves how can we expect other people to like us everything in our external reality is just a reflection of our internal so we have to shift and create our internal first and that starts with the thoughts you say to yourself on a daily basis so for example i started writing affirmations um in my journal because now the society is so fast paced. We go on our phones. We just really checked out a lot without even realizing it that writing is so powerful now. So I would write down, I am enough. I love myself unconditionally. I accept myself. I forgive myself. All of that, you know, positive self-love, self-talk. And it's helped me get to such a heightened place of self-love and awareness that Now you can look back or I can look back and be like, oh, that wasn't true confidence. Like this is loving myself, accepting myself, forgiving myself for everything and knowing that I like even if you question being liked by people, not everyone is meant to like you. You're not meant to like everyone else. It's just the way the world works. Not every single person needs to like you. So Confidence is an attitude, it's an energy, it's a mindset, it's an aura, it's an energy you give off. It's not about looking like you're having the most fun in on your feed in Instagram because that's literally just 1%, if even, a part of people's lives. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. It's not about, again, being the loudest in the room. It's not about having millions of friends. It's about loving yourself and 
knowing that what you say matters, knowing that you're worthy of everything you want, and just standing true in your power, standing true in your authenticity. So just to go over it, the three tips are that right before you walk into a room, when you're nervous about something, you picture the best case scenario, say things like, I got this, and then, you know, go into the situation and leading to number two, start speaking up. So when you want to say things, just say them. If you think them, say them. And then the more you do that, the more you reinforce that habit and reinforce and trigger, set off those neural pathways in your brain more and more, they become stronger and stronger until they become a habit and they're just who you are. You're that person who says what's on their mind. You speak when you want to speak. You speak when you think something. You don't hesitate. You don't overthink or double think as I've been saying, but that's number two. And number three, the most important in my book is self-love because once again, the most important thing I think I've taken away in my year of really working on this is that it's not about how many friends you have. It's not about how loud you are, how much you talk. It's about that energy of standing true in who you are, knowing who you are, not wavering in your faith of who you are, and standing in your power, standing in your truth, and shining your light, and taking care of yourself, respecting yourself, whether that's if if you're needing some self-care, maybe going to bed earlier or if you're really feeling a bubble bath or if you're feeling like taking care of your mental well-being, it's whatever it is that makes you feel good, that makes you elevated and on your highest frequency where you just stand in your own power. So that is the end of my very first episode of Big Dreamer Podcast. So... Let me know what you thought, if it was helpful, or just share maybe your biggest takeaway. And that was really, really exciting to do, and I'm very glad I did it, and I can't wait to do more and learn and evolve. And if you're listening from the very first episode and continuing on to the next ones, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And... Just remember that you're enough and you matter and you're loved. And you can find me on Instagram at Bailey Raspler and shoot me a DM again with your thoughts. And I will see you on the next episode. Bye.